Hello and welcome to The Shed. Paul Arundel and Jeff Stevenson back for another episode. And it's been another bumper weekend of Country Rugby League, even though the rain spoiled a few of the competitions. Uh, still got plenty through the weekend. Jeff, uh, where did you get up to, or where did you head to uh, this weekend? I went down to the glorious Seaford Oval to watch the Queanbeyan uh, derby. Awesome. Yeah, the yeah. Blues versus the Roos. And it was a cracker of a game. We'll, we'll probably you know cover it later yeah, on. yeah. But um, but yeah, fantastic game and yeah. and beautiful oval. I can't get enough of Seaford Oval. There's something about it. Yeah, it's it's got that old. I mean, obviously the Raiders' old home ground. It's mm. got that special special vibe to it. Doesn't There's it? sort of a British feel to the structure of it. There's something yeah. about the grandstand. They've got the glass sort of size on it and that yeah. kind of stuff. It's very yeah. very. But no, fantastic day down there. It's quite warm for Canberra. Um, yeah. This heading into this time of year, so it's beautiful. Glorious yeah. day for rugby league. Yeah, well, uh, my Mother's Day was spent at uh, Peacock Field uh, catching Macquarie v Central. We'll also catch up with the highlights of that a little bit later on. That was a cracking game, 1v2. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully all the mothers, if there's any mothers that watched your show, uh, happy Mother's Day for the week just gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, we'll get into the results. As I said, there was plenty of footy that happened um, over the weekend. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately uh, for Bar TV, uh, Group 7 and the Illawarra um, competitions, they both got washed out. They yeah. had a heavy downpour, which I thought Group 16 would have also got called off, but yeah. uh, they managed to get uh, through their round. So, they seem um, to get a lot of rain down there, but the funny because other parts of the state were looking quite lovely, like yeah. when you look at the Bar TV coverage. So it's yeah. just really just that, that little part of the coast. And I think up around Kempsey Way, I think there's been a bit of rain up there as well the yeah. past few days. So I don't know whether the games got called off there, but yeah, there's a bit of spots about. All right, well, let's get into the uh, results. Round one of uh, Group 21 and uh, Singleton, they defeated Scone 23-12 and Aberdeen 24-10 over Demon in uh, Group 21. Um, group 4? Yeah, look at Group yeah. 4. The um, were uh, comfortable winners over North Tamworth. That was a big game, 30 points to 12. Uh, Bogabri beat Maury Boars 30-24. Um, whereas Creek and Narrabri had a draw. There haven't been a lot of draws so far yeah. this season, but against Narrabri, yep. And Gunnedah were comfortable against Unwogan, 38-14. Yeah, no, it's a good result. I think Gunnedah might have actually played North Tenworth in 2019 grand final. Yeah. Uh, group 10 was uh, St Pat's went down to Mudgee, uh, 16-12. And uh, the orange derby was pretty one-sided with Sims getting over Hawks 42-14. to 14. Yeah, it's a big game, that derby, and um, they look really comfortable yeah. there, the, the Sims. Uh, the George Took Shield, uh, Bumanara went down to Bungendore, 40 points to four. So that was pretty comfortable. Um, Harden had a closer game against Binalong, 24-18. The UC Stars were comfortable against uh, Burrungong, 34-6. Uh, Burrua... Were comfortable against Crookwell, 26-10. And Kudamundra, again, pretty comprehensive or comfortable enough against North Canberra, 22-6. A <laughs> couple of tongue twisters. I know, I, I struggle Sorry. with the uh, George Cook shell, but I'll get there. I'll, I'll, I'll skip, I'll go into the Woodbridge Cup for you, <laughs> leave you group 11. Uh, Canoundra Tigers, 56-16 to 16 over the Cargo Blue Heelers, uh, Condable, and went down to Manildra, 64-4. Uh, Trundle, 28-21 over Peak Hill. Interesting scoreline, that, 28-21. Yeah. And uh, Molong, 32-18 over 
Grenfell in uh, the Woodbridge Cup round five. Yeah, for the record, I would have said all those fine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's that George Cookshe. I've been I've been guilty uh, in the past of saying Canoundra is kind of windra. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you kind of. I think the locals must know when yeah. someone says it that yeah. way. You're not from around the here. It's like the main road of uh, in Tamworth, uh, Gunna Gunu, <laughs> Gunu Gunu. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Group 11, these should be a bit more straightforward. Forbes, I can say that, no worries. Uh, Drew with Ningen, 26 all, another draw, cracker of yeah. a game. Um, Parks were comprehensively defeated, Narromine, 48 to 6. six. And um, Dubbo Sims, they, they defo- defeated Wellington as well in Group 11, 42 to 16. Yeah, poor old Wellington. Uh, yeah, can't take a trip, but it's early days. Mm. And, um, well, we'll get into the... Um Bar TV games that we covered. There was, uh, as I said, four competitions uh, got underway or continued, I should say, with Group 7 and uh, Illawarra having the washouts. But um, we'll go to the Newcastle Rugby League first. And Cessnock hosted Curry, the, the Coalfields Derby. It's yeah. normally a, a blinder here, but uh, to me, Cessnock seemed in full control. But this next try, this is quite unique from the, from the kick. It was a spilt ball. Um, and we have a, a steal there from uh, Nathan Ross playing his first game. Yeah, first game for the Ross Dog, White Lightning. And uh, <laughs> then again as a wrestle, another stolen ball, Tyron Roberts-Davis. <laughs> is like, oh, yeah, it's mine, play on. That was probably the most sussed one. There was, there was two players <laughs> in that tackle. And uh, that. Brett Mendyke just clear passage to the line. And, and from there, as I said, Cessnock were pretty much in control. Harvey Neville scoring one on the wing. Unusual for the back row to be out there. But moved to Townsend Oval and Lakes United. I said they'd been close. Yeah. And finally they, they cracked the duck. So, um, yeah. yeah, well and done. Despite the fact, I mean, as I was saying last week, South uh, had a good win against West and probably looked like they could, you know, get a few more wins under their belt starting this week. Not to be. Yeah, uh, great celebration. They just all mob. The wing at here at the end. So well done to Lakes and then at Hark Roval. West woes continue. West, what's going on? Yeah, the pickers were on uh, fire. Alex Langbridge, he had a blinder at uh, dummy half. Well, they all did, the Langbridge brothers and uh, Perry LeBrock keep scoring them. And it's, uh, a, it's not a shared pod, uh, vodcast unless we talk about Perry LeBrock scoring <laughs> or uh, pickers being a smoky. Yeah. Or Joe Woodbury, he's always yeah. scoring tries as yeah. well for the Scorps. He's looking it's strong. The match of the round here, um, it was uh, neck and neck for a long, long time. But uh, this try here, I thought, well, you know, this obviously levelled it up at six all. But um, this amazing try here, Cody Bryant set up. He just absolutely bamboozled everybody, including myself. Yeah. Calling it. And yeah. Cameron Anderson gets another Almost one. Almost untouched. Yeah. That pretty much uh, sealed it for the Butcher Boys, even though the Scorps had a few more late chances. And then Ethan Campbell gets a nice bounce to score in the corner, which uh, keeps the Butcher Boys on top yeah, of the good, ladder. Good win. Good win that they, um, you know, high high stakes game, that really. And the late game on Sunday on Mother's Day was the entrance for the, um, the Wyong Roos. And the Roos got out to a uh, 14 point lead, and it looked like, well, it was game over. But uh, the Tigers kept fighting and, uh, you know, horror bouncing and. Ball bounces the weight of the Tigers and uh, they get away with the win. So, um, yeah, it's a valuable uh, two points away against their arch rivals. The, I think uh, it's important for the entrants to get that win because they started the season so well. Yeah. And there's been a few kind of shaky uh, performances the past yeah. couple of weeks. So yeah. they're very focused. It's good good on them. Yep. So, um, yeah, it could be those two teams having a battle all year for fifth and sixth. Who yeah. knows? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, Newcastle round seven. Now, 
they take a week off this week, along with Illawarra and Canberra, because they've got the uh, the representative yeah. games happening, which uh, are not on Bar TV, unfortunately, unless we uh, get a call later on during <laughs> the week. But, uh, yeah, you probably have to check the uh, New South Wales Rugby League website for those uh, mm. those games, the representative fixtures. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll uh, move into uh, the Canberra Rugby League now, where, Jeff, you headed down to Queanbeyan. Yeah, there's been some good games generally. Um, there has been this year. The Canberra Cup's been a great sort of... Um, Hotbed of close performances and, and great games um, this year. Yeah, the Bush Rangers, they uh, went to um, well, HQ in at Bruce Stadium here and um, poor old Bell Connor United, they they, they struggled. Like, they were down 24-8, but um, they come back with a few late tries. But the Bush Rangers, um, they keep producing, yeah. even though they've had one touch-up against the Blues. But yeah, Kicking into space, I've said it before, it's sort of a great way. There's a dog on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the game had just kicked off, and um, yeah, it, uh, I think it was supposed to be pre-match entertainment, and just got the wrong cue. But, yeah, the, um, she the sheep trials. It's always, it. always good to see the players having a smile too when they're happy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> An embarrassed owner. Yeah, this game uh, finished up thirty all, and it, the same thing with fifteen to go. You think, well, yes, they score here. They've got yeah. it in the bag. Yeah, and. Um, you can hear that dog we've, now we've, barking. We've had a dog invasion as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, somehow West Bell come back and then they get a penalty pretty much right on full time to uh, equalise the game. And yeah, jeez. This game, Golden City and Gungala, another seesawing affair, these two. They're, um, yeah, they've, they've proven to be... Uh, well, they've surprised me, both of these teams, earlier in the season. And well, yeah, I mean, considering Goulburn is sort of coming from... starting from scratch... You'd just be happy for them to get, you know, a season under their belt, but they're going to sort of push for the title, really. Yeah, and again here, again, uh, the Bulls were down, and then uh, with a couple of minutes to go, they, they score this one to uh, win the match. So it was a uh, great result from the Bulls on the road, because yeah. Goulburn's proved not Jeez, to be an easy one. some close games in um, this year in Canberra Cup, like, like things decide in the last couple of minutes. And the match of the round, the, the Queanbeyan Derby, this like Matty Parsons, lightning on his feet. Yeah. Yeah, he's... um. And you, you look at some of these guys and think they are—they they may get a little opportunity in New South Wales Cup or something like that. And he, he might be one of them that Canberra might be able to. Are they not, Canberra aren't running a New South Wales Cup team this year, so yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, well, that, that try just before half time, I thought, oh, the Blues are run away with this. But yeah. uh, to the Kangaroos' credit, this play just runs like Maddie Sears. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they they fought yeah, back. And I was surprised, and at one and stage, like I thought at one stage, if the Blues didn't win. They'd be dirty because they really dominated large sections of time, parts of the game. But the Roosters kept hanging in there. Yeah, yeah, they right. give up. And the big front row, Richard Halani, we've got to uh, mention him. Yeah, picked up a double hat trick last week. I think he's got about eight or nine tries for the year. Yeah, front row. That's yeah, incredible well, stuff. Is he seeking him out? Are they seeking him out? Like <laughs> they're looking, he's a try scoring machine. Get get it to Halani, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, uh -huh. Yeah, well done, and, and congratulations, Josh Mitchell, man of the match, the the dummy half down there. Uh, he's having a blinder of a year for the Blues. Yeah, yeah I tell you, if you're going to subscribe to Bar TV, it's worth um, flicking on the Canberra Cup from time to time because there's some high-quality games here. Yeah, very entertaining, very close also yeah. uh, this year. Well, we'll move into the... Uh, I'll move up, uh, up north. We'll go to the Gold Coast, mm. uh, round one up there. And first up, it was uh, Mudgery Bar hosting Runaway Bay, the champions from last year. And... Um, yeah, the the Redbacks they they stuck it to them, but uh, just a little bit too much class for the for the Seagulls in the end, and um, a couple of late tries for the Redbacks. But yeah, the the Seagulls were in charge of this one. Yeah, yeah, they sort of dominated. 
Great conditions up there. And then the uh, the later game, Corumban v Southport. Now, Corumban, they tip to do big things this year, and um, they led for most part of the game, but uh, Southport, oh. these final you know, 10 or so minutes of play, it's, uh, they went berserk. And, yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of an upset, I'd say. Yeah, and it's been a trend, I think, watching in RL, these teams that are finishing fast, but... Um yeah, it's happening a lot all over the all over the state and interstate. And the, uh, I just like the players now singling. They they, they know where the cameras are now. Yeah. <laughs> and the match of the round was uh, Chugan v Burley Bears. And uh, for a moment there, I thought we were going to have an upset. Chugan uh, led ten nil, mm. but then um, yeah, Burley just ran away with it and yeah. um, just cleaned up. As I said, one of my favourite grounds, uh, Chugan's ground, Boyd Street with the aerodrome just over the back. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, a Bar TV sports favourite here, uh, Nangara Barker, uh, picking up an intercept here, a former Curry Bulldogs, um, also a Cessnock last year, yeah. scored a couple of tries in the grand final, and yeah. looks like he's pulled up a bit lame yeah. there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, congratulations to uh, the Burley Bears, and Nangara Barker picked up a couple in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good to see. So that was uh, round one of the Gold Coast Rugby League, we've got one more to get through, Uh Northern Rivers Regional Rugby League Round 2. Massive competition, 13 teams, and uh, here's some highlights for you now. And it's kicked off on uh, Saturday night with uh, Marish Brothers hosting Casino, and unfortunately for the Cougars, it was one-way traffic. The Rams just uh, running in try after try. Some some really uh, good tries, some good ball skills um, from the Rams, but uh, look at that, straight through the middle. There seems to be some confusion around this mercy rule. of I don't know whether it's being employed by many groups but or many competitions Might be for the lower grades I'm not sure if they would bring it in but the, early on there's been a few lopsided yeah. uh, the Byron Ballina Derby um, doesn't matter where these two teams are on the table it's always a fierce contest um, yeah. but the, the scoreline don't let that uh, fool you um, yeah, Byron Bay they they tried hard, but Ballin are just, just too classy and yeah. some really uh, good little nice kicking here. And kicking into space, getting the ball hit the grass seems to work very well at the moment for uh, scoring the odd try. Yeah, 46-6 to six this one was, uh, the Seagulls. Then uh, up to Coogeon where they hosted Mullumbimby Giants. And uh, again, Coogeon, uh, well, so they did this comfortable, but uh, that guy, a bit of a uh, James Tedesco lookalike scoring that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the Hornets are... Uh, in control of this one, you'd say, and the Giants, yeah. you know, thirty to fourteen to to Kuji. Yeah, another beautiful day up there. Like I say, it's hard to believe the other comps were called off because of rain. Yeah, and the match of the round here was uh, Kai Agle v Lower Clarence Magpies. Uh, we thought this, to be honest, I thought this would have been a closer contest, but uh, poor old Magpies. They uh, use a, a rugby league cliche. They just didn't turn up. No, they did. I've watched a little bit of this game on Bar TV and. Um, yeah, they look comfortable, Kyogle. Yeah, and, and good all the turkeys. They got a bit of a touch-up last week, so it's good to see them get back. Then yeah. Willem Bar here against uh, Northern United. Um, again, the Mustangs, they got away with the points here, but you know, Northern United, they showed a, a, a few good little things here to uh, show that they're going to be there, thereabouts. Yeah. Some good handling and yeah. backing up here from the Mustangs. Plenty of speed too. Yes, uh, Mullumbar getting this one 38 to 14 over Northern United. And uh, Tweed Coast hosting Belamble Jets. Uh, again, Belamble yet to get off the mark. Tweed Coast, they got a touch up last week against Cudgeon. So uh, to get their first win of the year, they'd be happy with this on their home soil. Hmm. 30 to 12, this one. Yeah, very comfortable. Yep. 
light post just in the wrong place at, <laughs> at Toy Coast's ground. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to all the winners of the Northern Rivers Regional Rugby League Round 2. There'll yeah. be plenty more uh, this weekend when Round 3 kicks off. Well, we've got through all the results, and uh, now we get into around the groups. So, around the groups, yeah. um, starting with a bit of a junior club thing, but but still, you know, part of a rural and regional rugby league. Um, Raymond Terrace. I was also kind of uh, quite at Raymond Terrace, but I, I was sort of uh, looking into Raymond Terrace Junior Rugby League Club. Yep. Uh, I found a, a yarn where they've actually sent over, and this is turning into a bit of a pattern. A few people have you hear about it around the traps. To, uh, sent over some of their, I guess, under-18s jerseys to a small club in Papua New Guinea that they'd found out somewhere had struggled to get enough jerseys. And I, I'm assuming that it was the Tubo... I'm, I'm worse at uh, Papua New Guinean names. <laughs> Tubo Rugby League Club yep. uh, in Papua New Guinea. Now, I think they were so low on equipment and, and, and uh, jerseys and stuff, they, they, they were just wearing... Similar coloured shirts, yeah. you know, like we'll all wear yeah. red shirts, yeah. reddish shirts, and that's our team and that kind of stuff. So, so they, I don't know about boots and balls and things like that, but that, they're, they didn't even, they might have had enough of that sort of stuff, but they didn't have anything they yeah. can wear to represent themselves. So, oh, yes. Raymond Terrace sent them over. I think, um, we were talking earlier about, you might have expected to not hear from them again and stuff, but there were some great photos on their Facebook page of the guys wearing their Raymond Terrace jerseys, yep. looking proud as punch, awesome. looking like a team. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, no doubt being uh, proudly wear them for the rest of the season and ongoing. Yeah. Um, I contacted the club. I haven't heard, well, I've just as we kind of recorded this, probably have run out of time of hearing back from them, but I will this week to inquire about how it happens yeah. because you hear of people saying, oh, I know a guy that knows a guy that, you know, has a, yeah, uh, yeah. Knows, has a team in Fiji that needs balls or boots or whatever. I'd love to know. From Raymond Terrace and from anyone out there that wants to send us an email, how do they make these connections? Because I think it'd be a fantastic opportunity for any clubs out there that have some old jerseys. I think jerseys are not a bad way to start for clubs yeah. that may need them in the Pacific or Papua New Guinea because they're quite easy to uh, package up, you know, yeah. like, like your boots and balls and that yeah. can be a bit more tricky. But, yeah, I, I would just love to get this going. And, and, and if there's someone out there doing it already, I would love to highlight that and shine a light to them because you could see the difference in these two bow rugby league players you can just see the smiles in their faces and you can imagine yeah. you know everyone knows that feeling when they put a jersey on for the first time whether it's in under eights yeah. or yeah. whether it's their first senior game or whatever it is to say i am part of this club yeah. but anyway I, I it's just a bit of a thing of mine i've heard other people talk about that they just have these connections through yeah. random people that they know yeah. and i don't know whether anyone out there is actually going you know what um i've got you know, I've got the development officer or someone in Papua New Guinea that's desperately searching for these yeah. things. And if we could, I'd love to know if we could make those two things connect and put it out there to local clubs that may just have, like, old jerseys, again, it's another thing. You might want to kick a ball around. And these I know that country clubs are struggling already, so you don't want to be handing over stuff that you still use. Yeah, You might use it training. Yeah. But old jerseys might be just the kind of thing where, like, hey, we've bought a whole new set and we've got these ones sitting there. Yeah, we're we're going to yeah. give them to Salvo's great, but he's another option sort of thing. So, anyway, um, yeah. Sorry. I, I was just thinking I'd like to throw out a, a challenge to, to the viewers. If they've, like, one of the favourite things is when you, you, you travel, obviously we can't travel too far at the no, moment, but no. even even you down Sydney and you saw the fella in the Tumbarama yeah. jersey there, like just random stuff like that. If you've got any photos, you've been on, on travel yeah. and, you know, you, I don't know, you, you could be up 
maybe down central Melbourne and you see a guy wearing a uh, Waratah cheetah shirt. Or yes. That stuff, yeah, just send it in. Love it. We yeah, love send it in. Yeah. that stuff. We're going to have a yeah. whole separate vodcast about that if we get <laughs> enough people. <laughs> I saw a sticker on a car. I can't remember. It, was, it might have been Bogabilla, I mean, sticker yeah. on the back of a car. I thought that's kind of cool too. Yeah. But that was about as close as I've got since the Tumba yeah. sighting. But um, Ugaura, Golden Eagles, we talked about yeah. them earlier on. They had a win on the weekend. This also was their 100 year anniversary celebration. So well um, another club, it's, it's, it's about a year, it's a year of uh, centenaries. The Golden Eagles, I don't know where the Golden ever came from. Maybe someone can again email us and tell us how, the, how I've never had a Golden Eagle car cross my desk before. You've yeah. had. Magpies yeah. and tigers and cherry pickers and that kind of stuff. But they are, Ugara's the town of murals. I'd yep. say in, sort of fighting that kind of title with a few other towns. Yeah. But Curry Curry comes to mind. I know, yeah. yeah. But they celebrated by um, painting, curating a 100-year anniversary mural. Awesome. With right. 11 of their rugby league achievers on it. So 11. Yeah. Eleven. Oh, yeah. so they didn't do the team of the century or something. No, yeah, no, that's, that's good. Something different. Yeah, <laughs> there's there, well, it's a, it's almost like a timeline. You can see that there's the early you know, couple of players yeah, from right, the okay. from the original teams and that kind of stuff in the Woodbridge Cup. Um, they, for those who don't know where you is, it's forty k's from Forbes, so it's sort of in that kind of you know middle around the yeah. around kind of Dubbo and stuff as well, I guess. Their most notable player is Barry Beath. Yeah, which ended up he ended up getting that rhyming slang. Yeah, yeah. Attached to him, <laughs> um, and Ian Walsh. Yes. Interestingly enough, both of them played for Australia out of Ugara. Yeah, that's so it's one of those. You hear those yeah. things pop up every yeah. now and then. You hear the last player. I think, um, I don't know who it was. David Waite, someone like that, was the last to play I from think, a country you know, club in the national team. I think uh, Rex Wright got selected for New South Wales, playing for North Newcastle. Well, that state of origin. Yeah, I guess oh, that might have been. Yeah, I'd yeah, that era. After, but yeah, that's that's sort of one that I yeah, about the last yeah. one I can think. But of. see, someone like um, got got me interested. You know, yeah. get interested in this thing. Ian Walsh, he played like a, a a decade of country rugby league before signing with St George, and in that time played for New South Wales and Australia and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So different world when yeah. you could just say like he could say, no, "I don't want to go play in Sydney." Yeah. So he spent a decade playing for Condobolin and then, you know, Yagara and all these other places. And then eventually went, oh, yeah, I'll sign with St. George. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they've been chasing him for no doubt a long time. So you, you, kids these days, kids, I'm a kid, yeah. I feel like I'm a kid. I couldn't imagine that ever happening these days where no. a, a D, like, like someone like Jonathan Thurston played 10 years in country Queensland yeah, yeah, yeah. and then went, oh, yeah, okay, so I'll play for the yeah, Cowboys now, yeah. you know, 28 <laughs> or 26 or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, great little club. Great celebrations. Um, I hope they have a great year. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, now, around that, we're talking, as I do every week, around that kind of Western Conference, the newly emerging Western Conference, what's happening. But I think June, I think the time, somewhere around June, they were going to start making decisions about it or, okay. or, or communicating. When I say they, the New South Wales Rugby League, I'm yeah. communicating what the structure is going to be, what the plan is going to be. And it's we're in May now, so we're getting close. What's happening, I've noticed, is that a few of the clubs are now starting to have information nights, basically nights where fans, as well as players, ex-players, officials, volunteers, but like I said, fans, yeah. can come and have their say. Awesome. Yep, which I good. would, at the very least, I would implore people who are, part of the, who are involved in these clubs to go do that if yeah. they can. have a say, but don't whinge. No, <laughs> no. And, and also, I think sometimes in these clubs, the, the, the board members and the volunteers, I feel like they've got more of a say. Where yeah. I like the fact that if you're just a punter that turns up every week, 
has a pie and a beer on the on the on the hill. You have a right to say something as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ningen are having their meeting uh, on the t- the twelfth. So as this goes out, yeah, if yeah. you're in Ningen, yeah. you got to get the RSL. Well, club pretty much tonight. will be tonight. Yeah, yeah so get the, <laughs> get to the RSL club um, for their meeting. I don't know if it's around seven o'clock or something, but get a bit early. There's probably like you know yeah. cheap schnitzel night or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get back to yeah. you on that. But um, but that that's their night. Now that's just a bit of a closed kind of closed meeting well not closed but it's just just the club and volunteers um Forbes are actually getting someone from the New South Wales Rugby League come out next week okay and I think I always thought that was the plan it's that there will be representatives in New South Wales Rugby League going to these clubs yeah. and talking uh, about the detail and what 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 it's going to look like and what's best for each club yeah. I mean, what's best for each club should be decided upon by the club and the fans, but at least New South Wales Rugby League reps can come out and t- give you the information so then it can be discussed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they can do Zoom meetings as well, I guess, all that type of stuff. So. Yeah, but the 17th yeah. of May, if you're in Forbes, Heritage Heritage Cafe in the Post Office Hotel. Okay, awesome. any yeah. more details, you need to talk to the Forbes Rugby League. <laughs> Turn but left at the uh, third traffic lights. <laughs> I know. If you yeah, could go to both, to see, it's on different yeah. weeks. You can go to the Ningen one and the Forbes one yeah. if you're that keen. Yeah. But, um, but I'm just interested, a couple of clubs are doing Actually, this. That would be interesting if someone went along to two to see if there was mixed messages being Yes, that's right. Out. That's right. Or, or, yeah, putting up different proposals for each yeah. one to stir trouble. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I'm interested in that. There's, what, how many 20-odd clubs that are going to have to make a decision on this? Yeah, yeah. And time's running out, and I'm just interested to know what will happen if some of those clubs haven't done this kind of consultation and whether the fans will go, hey, hang on, hang on a second. Yeah. Um, but flipping on to the positive, I am pleased that there are clubs like Ningen and Forbes that are getting in there early and saying, what are we going to do? Yeah. Because of one thing that we've learnt this year is post-COVID, there are some clubs that are quite happy to be in B-grade and happy yeah, yeah. than A grade and yeah. financially stressed, yeah. um, stress for resources, stress yeah. for players. Stress. Yeah. So, so they, I'm not judging anyone on what decision is made. It's just good that there'll be some process involved with those clubs. Well, I think uh, Northern Lakes Warriors that used to play in the Central Coast mm. uh, Rugby League competition, they um, same sort of situation where you know they were also runs always in the Central Coast. Yeah. Comp. They've now gone to the Newcastle Hunter Comp. They're playing mm. in A grade. They're competitive. I think they had a win on the weekend. Yeah. And yeah, it's so hopefully there's, you know, clubs just don't try to reach too, yeah, set the bar too high, I should yeah. say. Also well, I, th- I think there's a couple of weeks I was talking about Trangy, and I think Trangy came from the players, from yeah. like the ground up. Yeah. And they went to the board and said, we don't like having to train so much yeah. and getting flogged despite the fact we train so much. Yeah. Us, um, being not quite towed up, but not performing, it's not fun anymore. If you're working really hard through the week yeah. and they're not winning yep. very often, I mean, you have to win every game. Um, and so they went to the club and the club went, yeah, that's not a bad idea. And it sounds like they're quite happy this year to be in, in B grade uh, and just going, you know, we're happy. We we train a bit less. We have a bit more fun. It's not as competitive. Yeah. We're not, and injuries, I was saying, yeah. are less, are less um, apparent when you're playing those lower grades. So, yeah. um, And one other thing of mine... It's a thing. I almost <laughs> want to turn it into a section, <laughs> a, a, a yeah. little part of the vodcast, yep. is um, online merchandise shops that are coming out of rural and regional rugby league. Yeah, it's awesome. Because my, I, what I feel like is, you know, you want to support a club, but you can't go to the game, you can't buy a pie and a beer and watch the game, pay your ticket and get a raffle ticket. Yep. You can buy 
a hat, a shirt, yeah, or yep. whatever. Um, so one club that's doing exceptionally well at this is the Snow River Bears. <laughs> Ding! There's the word of the week. Yep. You know, I have to say them every week. Um, but no, that. But having said all that, they are. It's, it's just like a NRL. English Super League quality website where you go click, click, click and yeah. buy what you want. Um, the Old Bar Pirates are actually another one yeah. that I found today. bit trickier. You've got to go onto their Facebook page and then there's a link on their Facebook page. But I can't see why not. You know, people want to buy jerseys and hats and scarves and stuff for NRL teams. Why not pick a club or pick a few clubs or just have a look at the merch if you look at it some of the quality is so good Old Bar Pirates I nearly bought a hoodie there today because I looked at it that looks like a pretty good hoodie and it's not bad value my angle was and you'll see me wearing a few different shirts um, my angle was you know post-COVID I didn't want to throw my money at NRL clubs that are probably getting subsidised by a whole bunch of different things including television money but post-COVID, I was like, I want to support these clubs. How do you do it? Yeah. You know, I can't drive yeah. out. I can't, well, I can drive just down to Ginderbind. I might one day yeah. go down there <laughs> before finally turn up and watch a game. But, you know, this is a way of supporting a club that I'm sure every profit from this merch is going to go to yeah. something beneficial. Like, yeah. I've, I worry sometimes when you buy merch from big clubs, I think, where is it going? And by the time they hand money over to, you know, yep. here, there and everywhere, I'm, I'm certain... And I may have bought a Snow River Bears product, yeah. but I'm certain that once you pay for the, you know, the, all the profit is going to go into something really, really beneficial. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you want to support your local club, it's another avenue, isn't it, just uh, to buy some merch online. Yeah, um, and, and, and then brilliant. we can take photos of you walking around the streets and yeah. say to people, I saw a, someone wearing an old bar pirate shirt <laughs> <laughs> in, I don't know. Port Lincoln. Yeah, Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's... I've got one uh, bit of a around the groups, uh, yep. just quickly, the Murray Cup. Um, oh. It kicks off this weekend, the Murray Cup, if you're not familiar with it. It's a competition on the uh, the border of New South Wales, Victoria. Six-team uh, six competition uh, this year. You've got Corora, Cougars, Wangaratta, Knights, uh, Wodonga Storm, Tumbarumba Greens, Benella Wolfpack and the Wodonga Wombats. Um, and Tarumba Greens, and they don't have a ladies league tag team, but uh, CSU Mud Dogs have the ladies league tag team. So it's good to see the Murray Cup continue on. Bit of pointless trivia. I actually designed the, the Murray Cup logo. It was my oh, first crack at Photoshop many, many years ago. There you go. I still we, use it. Are we going to get a super up on that? Can we? Yeah, I'll put it up there. It's very grainy. Um, oh, yeah, right. that's one of they didn't get someone decent with a bit more talent to come up with something oh. a bit better, but they still use it, so thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, so Murray Cup, um, yeah, it's a good uh, little uh, second division comp down the Albury-Wodonga area, and I said it, it's pretty much it's grown from a couple of Albury clubs, or Albury-Wodonga clubs, to now including Wangaratta and Benella, two Wodonga teams now. It's um, Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going, going strong against uh, and, and some very... Sort of I mean, as much as um, Melbourne Storm would claim they're at the kind of coalface for Victorian Rugby League, this is really more a more grassroots oh, r- r- Victorian Rugby League comp. It's phenomenal how, like, I was, I was, gee, 2013, I was living down there in mm. Albury and how how full-on AFL was down there. I, I, I was blindsided. I, I didn't realise how sort yeah. of strong AFL was in there and Rugby League was just sort of, well, it wasn't even an afterthought. And yeah. um, now they've got like a toehold yeah. in that area. So uh, well done to all the, the people down there at the Murray Cup. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so that's around the groups. Around the groups. Yeah. All right, uh, Quizmaster trivia question uh, time. Now, last week the question was, um, 
actually. I can't even remember. I didn't even write no, it down. No, it was the, what, what was the Victorian player from New South Wales? Yes. The play, for, for, <laughs> player from Victoria that played for New South Wales in the state of origin. We, we stuffed it up last week and we've done it again. Uh, the, <laughs> the answer was Tamana Tahu. Yeah. Um, for people who knew that, there was quite a few that actually knew that it was Tamana Tahu, born in Victoria, played for New South Wales. So, yeah, um, yeah what's, uh, what's good for Queensland is good for New South Wales too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, there, so the, this week's Quizmasters trivia, it's a, a little bit of a different one. It's going to um, make a lot of people research uh, this one. is um, We were talking a bit before, and, and I thought it's a good quiz, question, is that uh, how many country rugby league teams are nicknamed the Magpies? Mm. Yeah, there's a few out there. There's a, there's a good question, and there's a lot of... I mean, no doubt. It's funny that they, like, Magpies are chosen, because there aren't... You think, oh, well... A lot of it must be you turn up at the ground. You went, there's a lot of magpies around. It's just very common in that area. But plenty of other birds that are common. Like yeah. there's not a lot of kangaroos. Put it this way, yeah. maybe because of the national team sort of connection. Yeah. But there aren't many kangaroos teams around the state compared to magpies. No. So I don't know what it is. There's a western suburbs feel about it. Not just in the old ARL New South Wales Rugby League, but just. I think generally there's that idea, yeah. you know, the seagulls play on the coast and the magpies play out west. Yeah, well, the shark, there's Belcon and sharks that play in Canberra. Yeah. It's a bit unusual. But anyway, I mean, there's no tigers in Australia either. Or unicorns. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, yeah, so just to clarify, we're talking about teams that are still playing or in 2021 so yeah. we you know Wagga Magpies you can cross them off the list because they're obviously they're in junior so maybe we can include them but uh, yeah so any team country rugby league just in country New South Wales will because I don't think there's too many up in uh, Queensland believe it or not but no. uh, yeah if you can answer um, yeah leave a message on, on Facebook in the comments or uh, send us a, an email at uh, rugbyleague at bartv.com.au how many Yes, Country rugby league teams with magpies as nicknames. Then I like the idea, and no one else probably in the universe likes the idea, so it'll never happen. Yeah. But I'd like the idea of it, like a magpie um, tournament. That's well, a great all idea. The, all the magpie teams yeah. come together for a round, yeah. for a game, yeah. round robin, for the, the ultimate magpie yeah. team. And, it, you know, it could be quite a few teams. Yeah, well, just digressing on that... Um Newcastle Hunter Rugby League, I think there's four Magpies teams. <laughs> and I remember one week looking at the draws, Raymond Terrace Magpies were playing, uh, I think they were playing West Walls End Magpies. And then the following round, uh, West Walls End Magpies were playing Dudley Magpies. I'm like, you, you wonder what. Like, and, and just Perfect for black and white TV. Yeah, calls, on the, <laughs> calls on the field too and up yeah. the Magpies and come on Magpies <laughs> and... Yeah, it would get, get a bit confusing. I don't, yeah. There'd be some way you'd have to, because there would be a bit of... Sh um, yeah, confusion. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, that's the uh, Quizmasters trivia question to say. Uh, let us leave us a message on Facebook, drop it in the comments, or uh, email rugbyleagueatbartv.com.au. And they'd have to name, pro I think that's fair. You can't yeah. just say seven. Yeah. yeah. You have to probably nominate the seven that you're thinking of. Yeah, well, either or. But uh, yeah, if you can uh, yeah, guess it, um, guess the, or write down the names too, yeah, bonus points for that. We don't know what the prize is. We'll, uh, no. And I don't no, know it's that it's seven. It's not like yeah. other weeks where yeah. I actually gave the answer with my guess. I mean, yeah. that's, that's seven is just a number I picked out of the, yeah. my 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, we're wrapping up the show now. Uh, next week on Bar TV, there's only the three uh, rugby league competitions, as I say, with the, the President's Cup. What do they call it? Representative mm. games. So, yeah. uh, Illawarra, Canberra, Newcastle got the week off. So, uh, Northern Rivers Regional Rugby League uh, kicks off with uh, Northern United home to Balamble, Lower Clarence uh, hosts Mwillambar. Maris Brothers go on the road for the first time. They take on Kyogle. Evans Head take on Byron Bay. That'll be a uh, interesting clash. Casino host Kudjan and Ballina and Tweed Coast do battle. I believe that could be the match of the round, Ballina and Tweed Coast. Yeah, uh, Group uh, 7 is up to Round 5 now. There were some pretty decent clashes on the weekend. We've got Albion Park playing Gerringong. Uh, Kayama versus Nara Bomaderi. Milton Ulladulla are playing uh, Shell Harbour, the Sharks. And the Stingrays are play, playing Warilla, which will be a good game. Yeah, Jamboree have the bye, so it's yeah. going to be uh, a long couple of weeks off for Jamboree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Gold Coast round two, Corumban v Chugan, local derby this one. That's uh, always a beauty, that one. Uh, Runaway Bay host Southport Tigers. That is the uh, match of the round. And uh, on Sunday also as Burley host Helensvale. Helensvale get their first crack in first grade after last week having the bye. So uh, round two, Gold Coast Rugby League. Mm, hopefully you see some highlights of that next week. It'll be great. Uh, right, next week looking at Group 9, Round 5. Top of the table clash. The young cherry pickers who have been going really well this year yeah. play South City Bulls. So... Um, South City have got three wins in the bye so far this year, and Young have got three wins and a loss. So it's going to be a pretty, you know, whoever wins this one's going to carry an advantage for a little bit. Yeah, 1v2. Should be oh. a beauty. Group 20, just a little bit west. Uh, round two of Group 20, uh, Leighton Greenies host West Wylong. Um, Leighton had a big win last week over Yanda, 32-4. Uh, West Wylong had the buy, so uh, still early days in Group 20, but uh, that's our pick, uh, Leighton Greenies yeah. West Wylong. Yeah, and, and down to Group 16, uh, down the coast, Round 5, Bigger Roosters are in uh, number two on the ladder, looking very, very comfortable. Yep. Um, they were smashed last week, though, 52-10. Um, to 10. Yeah. They're playing the, the Naruma Devils, who defeated Batemans Bay last week. So... Bigger or higher on the ladder, three for, three wins from four, but yeah. it just had a bit of a shocker last week, so we'll see whether they can bounce back. Yeah, yeah, and we uh, move up north to Group 19, uh, round three. Narwin Eels host the Maury Boomerangs, and um, it's 2v1, and so obviously there's only a couple of rounds uh, gone in this, but Maury's two from two, and Narwin, uh, they uh, defeated Gyra last week, 34-32, so uh, we'll see how they go against the Boomerangs. Yeah. Group four, we've got uh, round three in action. Uh, Probably the best game we're looking at is the Gunnedah Bulldogs are away to the North Tamworth Bears. Bears lost to Katinga last week, while Gunnedah uh, defeated Dunwogan. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see the Bears are probably expecting to bounce back. We'll be interested yeah. to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting, Dungowan and Werris Creek, uh, they're down the bottom of the table. So um, yeah, maybe they'll uh, pick up a win. Yeah, yeah. There. Group 21, uh, round three, uh, Thursday night clash at uh, yeah. McKinnon Field. Uh, Aberdeen Tigers host Scone Thoroughbreds. The reason they're doing that is because they got the Scone Cup on Thursday. So um, Yeah, I like that idea. I, I know, it's great. Some teams make an attempt and some groups and competitions make an attempt to yeah. make that connection. Or I think it was the Wagga Cup was on the same week as that Wagga NRL clash the yeah. other week. Yeah. Love that connection. They're getting people to... Because if you're going to go, it's either way. Yeah. You're going to go to the game, you might go to the Skane Cup. You're going to go to the Skane Cup, you've got yeah, something yeah. to do. You've got nothing to do that night. Not that there's 
heaps of nightlife in Scone. <laughs> you could choose to do all that stuff in Scone, or you could go to a game of footy and then do it later. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well done. And, um, yeah, so that's the Thursday night game, and the other game is, uh, I think it's Singleton v Denman. I've just lost my notes there. So uh, yeah. that's round three of Group 21. Yep, Woodbridge Cup round six. We're talking about the Ugara Eagles, Golden Eagles earlier on. Uh, they take on Condo- the Condoval and Rams. Um, Rams haven't won a game yet this year, so it may be a bit of a. Yeah. Oh, well, Ugara is sort of bouncing, sort of coming off a big weekend of uh, centenary celebration, so we yeah. can see how that goes. Bit of a desperation game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, group 10, round four, St. Pat's v. Orange Sims. Um, St. Pat's, they lost to Mudgee last week in a close one, where Sims had a big win in the Orange Derby. So, um, yeah, St. Pat's might uh, be in for a hard game there, but 5v3, who knows? Yeah, a lot of energy put into those Orange Derbies, though. So you may see Orange Sims come out a bit flat. That's all they can hope for, I guess, St. Pat's. Yeah. Uh, Group 11, round three, will be underway, and Ningen are taking on their fifth place at the moment, taking on Dubbo Macquarie, who are third. Um, Dubbo had the bye last week. Um, it's always a bit of a debate whenever you're coming off a bye, it's a good or a bad thing. Yeah. So Ningen, and they drew with Forbes last week, so I'll be interested to see whether they can, even though they're lower on the ladder, they might have a sneaky opportunity here to kind of pull one over um, Dubbo, who come out a little underdone maybe after yeah. the bye. Okay, and round six, uh, sorry, group six, round five, Filmy Roosters, they host Mittagong Lions 1v3, so this would be another beauty. Filmy undefeated. Uh, they thrashed Norellan last week, 40-4. to four. I think uh, Mittagong had the buy, so um, maybe the rest might do the Lions the trick. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see how they go. Right. A few more. Branching out around the, the nation, which yeah. we're kind of we're, we're doing a little bit in the shed. Why not? Um, in the Northern Territory, uh, round four clash. Palmerston, who are number one, uh, leading the comp, take on Litchfield. Uh, Litchfield defeated South 56-0 last week, so... You know, it's not like their form is that uh, shaky. And Palmerston had a 20-16 to 16 win over Nightcliff, so yeah. that'll be a good one. It'll be nice, bloody nice place to be up there, I reckon, uh, yeah. as we get in the colder months. Yeah, certainly will. Uh, NRL Victoria, round six, uh, Werribee Bears. They host the Truganini uh, Rabbitohs. Uh, Werribee, they lost last week, 44-34. to 34. <laughs> Plenty of points scored against Northwest Wolves. Why uh, Truganina, they uh, defeated Altona Roosters 36-12. So, um, yeah, it should be a good clash. The Bears v the Rabbitohs. And um, just for you, Jeff, I dug this one up. Victoria, second division. I'm glad. Not just for me. I've had a lot of people asking me about what's going on in the second division of Victoria. And I know you you know why I'm excited about this. Because the Casey Warriors. Yeah. I've been wondering <laughs> how Casey are going. Uh, I'm a bit shattered that they're not in the first grade. But, you know, that's by the by. They play the Doverton Steelers this week. Top of the table clash. Yeah. Doverton uh, are undefeated. They beat the Eastern Raptors. Yeah. Is that probably one of the best we've heard in a while? The, That's the, pretty good. The mighty yeah. Raptors. Um, 46-0. Whereas Casey won in a close-ish clash, 34-20 uh, against Frankston. So... For all those people who've been wondering, that's what's happening in second division Victorian rugby league. Yep, you heard it, heard it here on the shed. Uh, Brisbane A grade, uh, round five, uh, Fortitude Valley or Valleys as they call. They uh, they host Normanby, four uh, v one. Um, Normanby had a big win over Bean Lee last week, fifty to twelve. Uh, Valleys lost to Karina, thirty four eighteen. But uh, we thought we'd give Valleys. The diehards, a bit of a plug here, first time. They host Normby, get out there and support the Blues. Yeah, why not? You know, it's a lot of uh, history around a lot of those clubs around yeah. Brisbane. Valleys is one yeah. of them. Uh, Townsville, another another 
comp that has a lot of history around it and a lot of uh, juniors coming out of it over yeah. the years. Uh, the Centrals, who are third on the table, are taking on Brothers, which are leading the comp at the moment. Brothers comfortably looked after Charters Towers last week, 32-10, to 10, and Centrals beat Burdekin 30-16 to 16 on the weekend. So they're both carrying the same kind of um, form line in a way, yeah. so we'll see how that pans out. And finally, Sunshine and Coast, round eight. Geez, they uh, must have started early up there. Uh, Noosa Pirates host the Gimpy Devils, uh, 3v5. Um, Noosa went down the Stanley River last week, 30-28. to 28. And Gimpy also lost to Caboolture, 18-6. to 6. So um, both teams will be looking for a win. And mm. um, Gimpy, it's another one of my favourite uh, towns, or Jim Pie. Um, so it's good to see Gimpy uh, giving them a little bit of a mention here on the show. Well, maybe they can... We'll find out where they sell merch online. We can do yeah, some yeah, of them as well. Yeah, oh, we've lost a pen. <laughs> well, pretty much that's it, mate. That's another show done and dusted. Uh, where are you heading off to this weekend? Is there any game that's uh, going to catch your eye? Well, there's, there are a few um, comps not being played at the moment. I'd probably be very tempted to get down to uh, Group 7 again and just yeah. catch out maybe Kayama. Kayama's hosting now Abomadary. It's not a, is that a derby? It's not quite a derby, is it? No, no, so no they're not well, that close to each other. But, um, it's a New South Wales derby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> South Coast derby. <laughs> um, anyway, that'd be just a nice clash on a, on a lovely uh, on a lovely Sunday afternoon, really. I think I'll just go and sit back there yeah. and watch the game or just see if there's any whales heading up the coast at the moment. Yeah, I might carpool um, and I'll just keep going. I might go and watch a bit of Milton Aladullavy, Shell Harbour Sharks. Yeah. But uh, also, I'll keep an eye on that uh, Derby up north, Corumban v Tugan. I think that'll uh, be a beauty up there. Yeah, my bag's yeah. driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yep. Well, that's the shed done and dusted for this week. Uh, as always, if you've got any country rugby league news or far and away, uh, send your info through to rugby league at bartvsports.com.au. Uh, we'd love to hear about it. We'd love to share about it. Um, yeah, you know the drill. Hope you enjoy the show. Um, yeah, give us a rating out of 10. Um, yep. Yeah, anyone yeah. again I always get on my um, high horse about certain things this at the moment it's merch online yeah anyone that's got a club that wants us to promote uh, their merchandise arm and so I mean it doesn't have to be sold online you can just but most most clubs have somewhere you can go buy it or like yeah. a bolo or whatever yeah but I like the fact that you can buy this worldwide really yeah that's amazing well done to all those clubs that are doing that and uh, well done to the uh, the jersey manufacturers for supporting it yeah well that's all Paul Arundel, Jeff Stevenson, signing out for another episode of The Shed. We'll uh, catch you next week, unless something dramatic happens. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you can't get to a game, you can watch it here on Bar TV Sports. Support local footy. See yep. ya. Cheers.